I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hello everybody, welcome back to New York Talk. This is the Rotherham United podcast and we are back to update the latest Rotherham news. There's been an incoming and outgoing and the start of the pre-season uh, campaign begun. So we're going to cover all that in the next 45 minutes or so. Uh, Danny's back with us. How are you doing, Danny? I'm doing all right, thank you. How are we all? Very good, mate. Thank you for being with us. Uh, Kev Johnson's back. How are you doing, <clears throat> Kev? Good, mate. Yeah, I'm just a bit good to miss that Park Gate show last, <laughs> last Friday. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll cover what happened in the game, which wasn't much, but yeah, we'll, we'll go through that. Uh, and Mick is with us from everybody's favourite location. He is in a car park in North Wales. How is it doing, going, Mick? All good, mate. Yeah, thank you very much. Weather's beautiful. Co op looks nice. Beer is calling me, so uh, let's make this quick. Who's calling you? The beer. The beer is full of beer in here, mate, or a fridge full of beer, sorry. Enough. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we'll cover all these things. We've got Neil Liversage with us, Dave Lawton, Luke Wildgoose, Steve Grundy, Damien Dunkley, uh, Carl Briggs, and Demi Cordell with us. Let us start with Shelley's comment, which says, Evening, lads. Can't believe we've managed to sign a Brazilian international. What a signing. Best right back in the league. <laughs> uh, <that's laughs> um, what was the first... It, this fact might, might sound harsh, Danny, but this feels like the first proper signing. Because Grant Moore was here last year, Dylan Phillips was the second choice keeper. This is the first one you sort of go, right, okay, here we go. This this business started now, hasn't it? Yeah, I think so. It's um, a, bit, a bit of a um, bit of a coup, if you ask me. A coup for Cafu, if you like. Um, <laughs> um, because we've seen the positive response that Forest fans have given him from his couple of years there. Um, granted, he didn't make that many appearances last season, um, but he seems a little bit of a cult hero at Forest, mm. which is always good. I think when a when a fan base really does praise a player, you know, we've seen it, and we've sent off, you know, lots of Barlas, Crooks, you know, multiple people where that we've just wished them well and 
the good players, and it feels like we've got that from Forrest. Um, and after seeing a few of, his, few of his clips that have been posted out here, there and everywhere, he loves to absolutely run Sheffield Wednesday ragged, apparently, <laughs> that with the few clips that I've seen. Um, but also, he's got an absolute cracker of a shot on him as well. Mm. Um, so we might see a contention for goal of the season with him and a Dolphin battling it out with each other. Um, but he's not scared to get stuck in and win the ball either. He's, he feels like slightly more attacking minded, but you know, like an in the trenches sort of midfielder, which um, I think will be quite good. You know, we've got the little terrier that likes to run everywhere in Ollie Rathbone. We've got Jamie Lindsay, who's like the slightly bigger terrier that just gets stuck in everywhere. We've got Wilesy as your box, sort of your box to box all rounder sort of player. Then you've got a Dauphin sitting slightly deeper, but with a cracking shot. And now we've got Cafu as well. So that is quite a nice looking midfield, if you ask me. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, 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 we haven't seen him, obviously, Kev, but it, it strikes me as this is maybe what Keener was meant to be. A bit uh, quite very mobile, a bit more forward thinking, got the legs to, to go, obviously, going around the pitch. Um, and this guy's got pedigree. He's not, he's not played loads. But he's played enough in a promotion winning team, and that's mm. great driving in and out sport. Yeah, he was. I think in 2020 21 season for us, it, it, it was a big part of it. Um, mm. and like Danny says, getting great reviews. And a friend of mine was a good for a good friend of mine was a big Forest fan, nothing but good things to say about him. He's actually gutted, he's, he's leaving. Um, he says, obviously, <laughs> no disrespect to Robin, but he's a better player than that. And he's you know, he's probably got a mm. point. But going back to what you said about it, feels like the first real signing for me. It feels like the first real signing for years. It, feel, it feels mm. like Robin's never been linked with a player of this mm. pedigree, I don't think, for, 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 for as long as I can remember. Yeah. Um, very excited. If he, if he can stay fit, um, we can literally build. I think, obviously, Taylor's started with the defence. He's got that, looks like, sewn up and sorted. And I think with Cafu coming in, if he, if he stays fit, he can he can run that midfield and everything can circle around him I think it's, it's quite exciting obviously still a few short but mm. it's coming along nicely yeah uh, Matt the Miller says midfield is still without creativity I think that's what Kaffel would bring I don't, I, it doesn't, I don't think he's a, a Dan Barlas replacement but he certainly brings you something something else in that, in that central area um, some people another, one thing to take maybe a negative maybe a negative uh, it's another one year contract um, that's everybody I think everybody that's signed so far is on a one year contract what are your thoughts on that? He is 30 years old. I don't think he's had massive injury issues, but he hasn't played much over the past, past, past few years, Mick. Thoughts on another sort of short-termer? Well, I think you've answered the question in, in what you've answered the question within the question, aren't you really there? You know, he's 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 kind of... He, he's no young man anymore, and he's going mm. to be on high wages. We're not in a position where we can start offering contracts out to players on double figures grand a week, are we? You know? Uh, we go down if if we were to go down at the end of next season, we're going to be stuck in League One with a load of players on 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 top whack money. Um, it, look, we're going to have to compromise. We know as Rotherham United supporters, we're going to have to compromise. We either buy players who are going to be hopefully ones for the future and try and develop them and sell them on, or if we're going to buy developed players with quality and experience and pedigree, like Kev's just mentioned there, we're going to end up having to get them on shorter contracts. You know, you can't have everything. So, for me, it's a, it's a it's a very very good signing, a very positive signing. Um, you know, he, he's vastly experienced. Um, 
and, and a quality footballer. And like like Danny said, you know the the, the comments coming out of Forest um, are, are virtually all positive. Mm. So it, it's another step forward for Rotherham United. I know it's a one year contract, and I accept that. And it's it's something for people to moan about. So that's another bonus, isn't it? You know, it keeps them quiet and stops them banging on about the fact that we only beat Parkgate two 0 You know, so whatever it is that they want to moan about. Um, but but ultimately, it's sensible for the club for me. Mm. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Uh, people in the comments agree. Uh, John Morell says one year contract sensible, isn't it? Long term, um, uh, there's no resale value of smart business. Screw two says a one year deal, uh, pleases all parties. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's what we'll, we'll, we'll maybe in a few weeks next week. So we'll try and get a forest fan on to, to ask him a bit more detail about how exactly how it works. I know the name, Danny. <laughs> I know, obviously, everybody knows the name Cafu. Um, I know he's a midfielder. I know he's got a bit of creativity, but I couldn't. I couldn't tell you any any more specifics about him other than that. Have you got any other knowledge on this guy, Danny? Um, I've just had a little bit of a browse on transfer market, so I will look at him. He's got a current market value of about six hundred thousand, um, which, according to transfer market, puts, puts him as the ninth highest ranked player in our squad. Um, <laughs> I haven't looked which of the other ones are, but I imagine Victor's top, just as to guess. Um, and it seems like last season, Cafu was sort of a victim of Forest's success, you know, because we all know the story that they went up to the Premier League and then bought effectively an entire neighbourhood's worth of players. <laughs> um, so he seems like he was a little bit of a victim of their success. He only made one sub-appearance um, and it went on for six minutes in the Premier League. But... Mm. He sort of seems like the character that, you know, it was still there for the team, you know, the dressing room mm. sort of character. Um, and even in Forest promotion season, he didn't really play too much. You know, mm. I think there were only 14 league appearances or something like that. Uh, but if he's already got a bit of a cult status at Forest through making not like a season's worth of appearances, it shows that when he's called upon, he does the job very effectively. Um and, you know, he's done it at the top end and he's coming into a squad that will be in and around more the bottom end. So it could be a very crucial player in the moments where, you know, we need someone who knows the division, we need the experience level, we need someone who knows the game effectively mm. just to come on and have a bit of stability with us. It looks like he's quite a creative player with the amount of tackles that he wins and the distribution going forward. I'm not sure about his defensive attributes in midfield we'll have to wait and see with that um but yeah i'm quite looking forward to see what comes of it if i'm being honest because like we mm. say it feels more like a championship signing mm. you know it feels like we've gone he's the sort of player that we should be going after i don't know if we've battered away other teams and won the signature but i'm just excited to see what happens with him and, that, yeah. and that's it, it's just exciting because we've seen signings in the past where we've come up from League One, but they feel almost like more League One signings that we've made. You know, they yeah. feel like they're the signings to compete at the top end of League One if we go down next season. Um, but this season, it feels like, you know, even with the players we've re-signed, they feel more like yeah. divisional signings rather than covering the backs for next season if we yeah. go down. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I'm very excited about it. Mm. It one of them yeah. where it was announced and it's like, have we? Oh, I, thought yeah. it were, I thought it were a wind up to start with. It's like, oh, that is the club's account. <laughs> yeah. Um, where, so let's talk about just the, the general midfield now, Kev. Where, 
is that done? Are you happy with the midfield? Do you still think there's something missing? Because oh, oh, we've got Wilesy, assuming, assuming these all stay, which they might mm. not. Wilesy, Rathbone, Adolphin, obviously now Cafu. Lindsay. Uh, say again, sorry? Jamie Lindsay. Jamie Lindsay, yeah. So you've got five good midfielders mm. there. Um, no wingers. <laughs> well, right? I, think, I think they're all they're all kind of central-ish midfielders for mm. me. Um, mm. that, yeah. That's great. That's great. We've got fantastic. Probably five playing in three positions. But depending on what, what, what formation we play, we're still a winger or two short. Um, mm. Definitely. So midfield's looking strong. A lot uh, stronger, stronger than last last season, I would say. But we're, we're still missing a couple of wingers, so it's, it's great in the middle of the park. That's, that's tied up nicely. A couple of injuries, we still got cover, which is and, and quality cover. Um, mm. But we're st- still a couple of wingers short. But yeah, like like Danny says about Chris Cafu, I'm I'm really, I know I, know, I keep going about it. It is like a first. Re- I can't remember ever signing anybody. Although we've had a few stars, don't get me wrong. Mm. But this guy, mm. we signed him. Is is a Rotherham United player, a permanent yeah. transfer. I did. The one year thing, yeah, it'll be it'll be on a fortune. This kid, he'll not he'll not be cheap. Tony Tony's up in his wallet for this one. Um, so yeah, it's like, and he's a beast, isn't he? Have you seen pictures? Mm, I, I don't want to yeah. mess with him. I'm hoping <laughs> he's scared of human feels, but yeah, answer to your question is we're still a couple short, especially out wide. Mm. Not to sound yeah. obsessed or anything, but can you imagine Cafu coming up against Barry Bannon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, like yeah. David so. Goliath. Salary Sport were reporting when he was at Olympiacos, he was on nearly 15k a week. That will be higher, probably, but being be, for us being in the Premier League, yeah. Um, so let's see, let's see, let's see how that goes. Um, Nicholas Skidmore says we need two wide men at least, Andy Parker, two, two, uh, two new wingers needed. Uh, yeah, Mick, that's we talked about this last week, but we're sort of still sort of same situation. We've got Shane Ferguson, um, that's it in terms of a wide players, you don't really have anybody else. Uh, because of the loan players that were here, Chio's gone back. That's probably in terms of depth, certainly. That's the weak area, the the wide area, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, I'm, I'm going back to the last podcast now. We need some legs out wide and top top, don't we? So, um, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we do, and and that's um, that's. I'm sure that's on the on the on the agenda. Um, you know, this is the first of I'm sure many that will be coming in um, over the next few weeks. So, you know, I, I I trust them. I trust them to do the right thing, and and so far so good. You know, they've not not let us down so far with the signings that we've made. And as Danny pointed out quite rightly, there these are championship players. They're not they're not people like I said earlier on that we're looking to develop and bring into turn into championship players. They are established mm. championship footballers, um, and I'm sure out wide and up front. We will be looking in the same fishing in the same pond. Hopefully, we'll be as successful. Um, so, at, at the moment, there's no reason not to trust Matt Taylor, Rob Scott, and the rest of them uh, involved in this. Uh, no reason not to trust them that to to, to 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 do the right thing and get the right players in. Mm. Yeah, we do have a, a trialist or sort of the guy that's gone over to Spain with the team at Sully Sully Kai Kai, I think. Like you say, uh, he was at McDonald's last season. Um, bear in mind, they got relegated. It doesn't, you know, doesn't feel with too much confidence. We don't know. We we almost signed Will Big last summer, and he went to McDonald's. So we don't know. Um, let's see what happens with that one um, moving forward. So let's move to the outgoings, Danny. Outgoing. Um, 
start with John's comment. John's comment, Connor Washington was the most League One signing ever. And that's fitting that he's gone back to League One. No real surprise. This was mooted in January, to be honest, with Connor Washington going to Derby. There were sort of links back then. Um, and, yeah, thoughts? Um, <clears throat> I think if... Well, I think it's I think it's a case of possibly Washington pushing for a move because he still had a year left on his contract. Um, but it seems to be a running theme over the last few clubs of his career. Really, I remember he was at Sheffield mm. United, signed a two-year deal, but left after a year. Um, and then it seems to be the same with us. You know, he sort of came in, did a fairly good job, if I'm being honest. Like he scored a few cr- uh, crucial goals. Um, the one highlight for me was the one against Reading, um, which I thought was absolutely fantastic at the time. But after re-watching the Millwall game, it's a bit of a hmm, <laughs> if that Reading goal was actually a bit lucky uh-huh. because the because the Mill because the game against Millwall, the exact same opportunity happened and he skied it. So it's like, hmm. Hmm. but anyway, hmm. um, but yeah, Washington sort of came in and did a job. Um, I think. I just think it's it, because he's moved to Derby, it almost feels like he signed for Robin with his connection to Paul Warren, you know, and he sort of warmed to Paul Warren a bit more. And I don't know, maybe that's what's tempted him away um, back uh, back to Derby. He's linking up with Josh Vickers as well. Um, so it's a bit, yeah, it, you know, if you wanted to see out your contract, fair enough. If you've gone, also fair enough, you know. Um, where's the comment about him? Here we go from uh, from Andy Park. Uh, never really pulled, pulled up any trees. Yeah, you know, I'd say Kelly's pulled up more trees just through his unorthodox nature and his hard work. Um, but yeah, I, I'd, I'd say fair, fair enough to Washington move him. You know, fair yeah. enough, fair enough. Good luck. Um, hopefully, we're bringing somebody else to fill it, or it opens the door a bit more for Georgia Kelly to play. Mm. Yeah, um, Cabrick says two players that's gone back to Paul Warren now. Um, Shanish says another player we've got no money for. Now, who knows? Well, the club, uh, the club obviously always do it at undisclosed fees. There was a Derby journal that's saying we don't get any money unless they're successful. We don't know if we get to be fair, Kev, if we get anything for him, it would never in Matt Taylor's plan. <laughs> so, if you get anything for him, that's great, but you've got him off wage bill and you can move on and bring something else in now. Yeah, and I think I think that's key. I'm obviously washed. Uh, I, I echo what Danny said. I, I'm quite sad to see him go. I think we're an hard working new grafter. Mm. But when when they put that board up and you know you're coming on, you didn't get excited. You didn't think this guy can change a game. Whereas Georgie Kelly, even mm. though I'm not, I, it's probably you know Washington's probably a, a more established striker than, than Kelly, but he excites you. You do believe that he can change a game, whereas Washington couldn't. So you know mm. he's got his move. Deserves his move, I suppose. He's probably a bit more money. Um, he's probably going to get a regular start um, and link up with Warney and Vickers and co. Um, and I think we'll get money because I, I, I might get slated at this, but I think Derby will walk that league next year. I think they'll do really well. If they bought, mm. I think they'll sign Sonny Bradley from Luton. Mm. Um, mm. That's that's quality signing for, for League One. Um, but yeah, he's, 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 he was great. He was an hard worker, but didn't, didn't excite me. So mm. let, him, let him go for me. Uh, but again, that, that's a position we, we do need someone else to come in because... Kelly, as much as, as much as I've just said, he excites when he comes on. He's, he's not championship standard yet. It's pretty, no. so. Mm. Mm. 
No, I agree. Um, IFC OK says every club does un- undisclosed fees. Most of them do, yeah. Only a report to leak the price. I've seen a lot um, of stuff floating about on Twitter that we get no initial fee up front. But like you say, Matt, there's a clause if Derby go up and then we get a transfer fee for him or some, something like that. Yeah. But I mean, we got Wash on a free, you know, so he's, he's off the wage bill a little bit. And I imagine he was on a fair, fair whack for our sort mm. of level. Um, but yeah, I, I just say, uh, all the best to him. Yeah, mm. yeah. Make thoughts. I, I was I, again. I, I liked Washington's work rate. I, he's a Paul Warren signing. He's the guy you want to start in the, the Paul Warren press, mm. but he is limited. Uh, and I agree with most. I don't. I don't think he's a championship player. To be honest. Yeah, I feel a bit guilty saying that, but I, I do agree with you. Uh, it seems a likable bloke, and and he's he's an experienced bloke as well. But he's had his opportunity at championship level, and he's he's just not been able to um, cement a place at all, has he? You know, it's, it's some pretty horrendous misses as well. Um, I think possibly, I hate to say it because, like, like, what do I know? But I think probably League One is his level, um, you know, and, and I think he'll excel there. Um, but I think probably, given the stage of his career and everything else, maybe the Championship's a step too far for him. I mean, look at look at those Rotherham United fans talking about <laughs> things like that. But, but you know, <laughs> it... it He's had his chance, hasn't he? Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he's not been able to take it for whatever reason. And I agree with Kev. You know, Georgie Kelly is not a championship footballer yet. Whether he will be, whether he ever will be in his career is 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 up for debate. However, it doesn't matter what level he's playing at, he can and will change a game. Mm. You know, um, and so so. I suppose that almost contradicts what I've just said. You know, he'll come on in a championship game and change it. So is he a championship player? You know, is he, is, has he got that quality? He's certainly got the quality to, uh, to 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 do that. You know, you put him within six yards of that goal and he will hit the target within 18 yards of the goal. He will hit the target, you know. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, not, it's not a big deal for us, is it? And uh, Warren is gathering his family around him, isn't he? <laughs> Yeah, true, very, very true. Uh, talking of Georgia hitting the target, Danny, that brings us on nicely to Friday night at the Park, Park Gate. 2 0 win, uh, Colin Bramall and Georgia Kelly, uh, with the goal, goals in the first half. Uh, it's just nice back on football. Uh, mm. that's it, really. That's all, I've, that's all I'm taking away from the game. Yeah, I, I'm taking away that Georgie has the ability to score against Park Gate to Burnley. You know, so that that is a range, isn't it? You can score against Parkgate, you can score against Burnley. Well, again, Burnley came on and changed the game, but um, with Parkgate, he started and started well. But anyway, anyway, um, yeah, the opening at Parkgate, it's you know just like that little warm up. Like we're, we're back, sending the lads off to the to the training camp, like our little taster of effectively where they are. You know, we got to see a lot of younger players. Uh, there were a lot more academy players in it this time around, oh. I noticed. Um, names that we'd not actually seen before. You know, we recognise uh, DeRose and uh, Rogukin and, and such. But, you know, there were a few names. Like, we saw a little bit of Holvey at the back end of last season. Uh, but we've not really seen anything major. Uh, and then there were a few players who aren't full-time professionals that are still in the academy setup that got given their run out as well, which was actually nice to see. Um it, it it wasn't the goal fest that we've had in the past against Car- against Parkgate either, um, but yeah, like I say, it's just a little warm up. You know, this is a game where you can still just relax into it a little bit. 
you know, it's like um, the nice opening of, you know, we're back at it. Mm. Um, I mean, we said on the post-match reaction, we can't really look too much into this game because, you know, it's just a run out. Um, mm. But yeah, just nice to be back. Yeah, well, do you think it was the, I take all from me, Kevin, with the formation we played, we played 3-5-2, yeah. um, but was that because they didn't have the players, the got players to play any of the formation? So maybe, can you even take a formation out of it? I, I wish I could answer your question, mate. Are you talking to me or Mick? Kev, you were Oh, sorry, mate. Um, I didn't go. <laughs> I, was at, I didn't go. I, I was at a James concert in Halifax, and I didn't even check the um, who played, how they played, who scored. I didn't even know Kelly scored, so you just said that. So <laughs> you're, asking, you're asking the wrong person. Um, yeah, move on to Mick. <laughs> I ain't got a clue. <laughs> go on, Mick. Yeah, I, I, I would just, I'm pretty much saying as Danny, you can't take anything from the game. And I don't think you even should try to take anything from the game, uh, whether it be formation or player performances. It, I mean, that fixture for a start is more of a symbolic fixture, isn't it? You know, it, it's there to give Parkgate the funds for the season or, or certainly for a good proportion of their season. And, 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 it, and it does that. It gives the players, like you say, a bit of a run out. It's, it's a. Uh, it's not a competitive game, but it's it's more competitive than a training match on you know between between themselves, um, and it gives them an opportunity for the some of the academy lads to to uh, to get a run out with first team. Um, so I don't think you can take anything from the game at all realistically. Um, you know you can see who's looking fit and who isn't. I thought Hakim Adolphin looks he looks like ten men, doesn't he? He's just, <laughs> just unbelievably fit. Um, so I, I thought Morrison. Had a good game, you know. He 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 gaffered that back back line, but then when he swapped him for uh, for Hall, so did Hall, um, mm. you know. So, but as as far as taking anything from it, nah. The, the only people that can really take anything from it is Parkgate, and that's the however many tens of thousands and pounds that they made out of it, which is great. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. and like you said, Matt, you know, it, it, it's great just to be around um, the players and the fans again. Um, I really love it. I really enjoy it. It's a great atmosphere. It's just, it's just great. You know, it's sun shining, and it's just, it's a lovely opener, if you like, to, um, to, to, to the start of the season. Yeah, agreed. So, if anybody's getting upset that we only beat Park Gate two or something like that, don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> Who cares? Uh, the amount of key players that were on the touchline as well, just watching. You know, yeah, exactly. I don't even think Hugo was there. I didn't see Hugo. Um, was there. But yeah, Rathbone was there. Um, JJ was there. Uh, yeah. Bowl was there as well. I mean, there were a scattering of players on the touchline that have been rested for one reason or another. I imagine with Rathbone, it was just um, don't get him injured, you know. <laughs> um, but, you know, they're, they're all out in Spain now, which is like the real fitness and ideology mm. import session. Um in nice weather as well, the lucky sods. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy with I'm happy with the game against Parkgate. The only thing I will say is the difference in footballing ability. Not a dig at all, right? But the difference, like you watch Championship football and how free flowing it is, and that's obviously what Rotherham tried to play. But Parkgate, because of their level, which is, is it level nine or ten of the pyramid, where Parkgate are. I think it's bottom of the pyramid. Yeah, whichever level it is, um, compared to Championship football, it's so unorthodox, but the love for the game carries it through, mm. you know. Um, but to see those two sort of styles come up against each other, 
makes it a lot more entertaining. And to see how Parkgate handled Rotherham in that game, I think Parkgate have got a solid squad this season as well. And I'm sort of keeping an eye on them to see how they do because I think they'll do well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they did. did. When we played last year, they did really well. And then they lost all the players to Maltby. Yeah. Um, So hopefully it doesn't doesn't go again. Um, Shelley wants to know, Kev, thoughts on the third kit, the pink one? Are Are we calling it pink? Yeah. Or I'm, I'm actually uh, colorblind, so <laughs> yeah, I, I really am as well. So I don't know. I like it. I, I like the um, I like the shade of it. Let's say. Yeah. Um, no, I, I it was quite. I think I'm impressed with all three this year. I, I, mm. I'm not really a. I'm wearing this, but something for the office thing. But um, I'm not. I don't really generally buy shirts, but I do like mm. all three this year. I, I, especially the the um, the second kit's my favourite. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mix not a fan. Of the third kit, he likes the first. I think I'm right in saying, Mick, you like the first two, you're not a fan of the third one, is that right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it is pink, isn't it? It's kind of a pinky lilac. And if, yeah. if you're going to go pink, they should be going the same color as that uh, goalkeeper strip that Victor had. It should be magenta, it should be a bright, <laughs> in your face, uh, pink color. Um, but it, yeah, it's all right, isn't it? It's all right. I yeah. thought, to be fair, I thought that I thought the first team strip looked, looked really well. Um, on Friday night, um, I'm not. I've not seen it close up to have a look at this um, flood line that everybody keeps banging on about. But uh, you know, we'll see. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm not listening to John because just because I'm still wearing, <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing this shirt because Hammerby won today, John. So that's a good day. England won. Hammerby won. What can I say? It's been a good day. Not been a bad Sunday, from that mm. sense, yeah. Um. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Yeah, I obviously okay. I ask who leaked the kit. I mean, it was leaked. To be fair, not, it's not bad, Danny. To be fair, that only one of the three kits got leaked. That's not bad going. To be fair, <laughs> no, that's not bad at all. And they had absolutely no idea about the Cafu signing either. So to bring those two together, it's like, oh, very nice. I'm not convinced that um, Sam Todd and his team didn't deliberately leak those pictures of it so that they could, <laughs> so that they could do the the, the announcement of uh, of the new signing. I'm not convinced about that at all. Yeah, a good move if it was. Really good move, like it. That'd be incredible if that's the case. Yeah. New segment, mixed conspiracy theories. <laughs> Tinfoil hat time with Mick. <laughs> I've got plenty more if you're interested. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, another thing to, only, another thing to take from Friday, maybe, maybe Kev, there's no official captain in very announced yet. Sean Morrison was the first team, the first half captain, which was interesting because last season, Ben Wiles was vice captain. Yeah. And Sean Morrison played and Ben Wiles played, so but Sean yeah. Morrison got the armband. Do you think that's 
does he feel like more of a sort of natural fit, natural leader? Yeah, I think we discussed it on last week's show, didn't we? And obviously, Ben Wiles got the vice captain's armband from Paul Warren. So, hmm. um, Taylor's come in. For me, I think if you've got a goalkeeper or defender, they should always be the um, captain anyway, leading from the back. And yeah. they can spread the voice across the whole pitch rather than you know, if you're midfield, you're that way, that way. At least if you're a defence, you're always looking forward, apart yeah. from goalkeepers behind. So, yeah, I think he's, I think he will be um, captain, and right, rightly so. Um, can't see Wiles being that bothered about it. Um, but yeah, so yeah, definite captain for me. I think we discussed it last week, didn't we? He'll be the man. Yeah. Um, I like this pound for pound. Because the third kit looks like hospital pyjamas. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I quite like this one I'm wearing. I'd have had this as a third kit. The, uh, yeah, that were good that we released. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, like, I, like, I like to see him go daft sometimes with kits. I don't think it's quite daft enough. I like a third kit to be, be a bit daft, but um, it is what it is. Because support um, Barnsley then, because they've gone daft with their first kit. Yeah, there's daft and then there's <laughs> yeah. whatever that is. Uh, yeah. Um, let's talk about some rumours, which I know is Mick's favourite part of the yeah. show. Um, so, one that's come up today, Danny, uh, Danny Barth has been linked with us. This has come from, I think, Alan Nixon from the Sun, uh, who does the show from the Sun. Um, I'll be honest with you, I thought we were done. Sent hard wise, mm. I thought mm. we were done. Um, this will take us on to six, will it? If he if he comes in, um, let's work it out. So we've got Humphreys, Morrison, Peltier. Which, um, he, he can sort of be mm. centre back, right back. Yeah. Uh, Blackett, Hall, uh, <coughs> Hull, but no, you know just... that that could be a loan out. To be fair, so yeah, it would yeah. take us on to six. And McCart as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so, so it make it eight overall, maybe seven first-team-ish. Um, no, disrespect, no disrespect to, to Jay Cole, but I think, you know, moving up mm. slowly, maybe a League One low for mm. him, maybe the top-end League Two, that'd suit mm. him perfectly. But, yeah, um, I think it's more of a thing of, we've signed these centre-backs on one-year deals. It's sort of... Morrison was a bit injury prone. Hall came, uh, became a bit injury prone, and we had a lot of uh, the centre back role just left empty because of how many injuries we'd had. So it, mm. it might be a covering of backs thing. And if we bring uh, Danny Barth in as a covering back, that again, that's another championship signing to just be able to compete with it. Whether it's a thing of bringing the older, experienced players mm. for Humphreys to pump up and improve. A lot more as well. So he's always got that senior head next to him, which is we learned that's his uh, comfort, if you like. You know, he, he performs a lot better when there's the more senior head next to him. Whether it was Morrison, Hall, Woody, uh, and even Pelts at times, um, Humphrey's always performed better when he had the guy with the knowledge next to him. Um, so it could be related to that again. It could be the, the injuries thing. Uh, we're just going to sign out if we do sign Danny Barth with my track record of mispronouncing players' names, he will be called Danny Bath. <laughs> <laughs> There's no R in it, is there? Exactly. It's just two T's, so it's Danny Bath. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the other one, other link, Kev, is, is Christ. Um, mm, Christ Tahihi. I'm not sure I'm not actually sure to be honest with you. Um, I don't know about you. I don't know much about him, Kev, to be honest with you. I know he was at Wigan, and from what I've seen from Wigan fans, they are very positive. Mm. I think, again, is going to be another central midfielder, which 
Oh. Yeah, yeah. Without without um, searching, weren't quite successful at Slavia Prague or somebody mm. or don't know. Uh, something like sorry, Liberec, I think. But... Yeah, something like um, yeah, quite. Again, don't know much about, but it's quite exciting. Uh, mm. It sounds it sounds like if it's, I mean, if it's good as it sounds, then it should be shit out, shouldn't it? Really, but yeah. Um, but I won't say it's nailed on that it comes in, but you never know. I, 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 according to some people on Twitter, usual suspects, uh, it, it's a done deal. He's already he's already out there. Not yeah, seen yeah. any pictures in Spain or anything. Um, but back to the Danny Danny Bath one. I, I I think that there could be some truth in this. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't I don't know why. I think he's a solid. It's it, it, it kind of ticks all the boxes of a Taylor esque defender what mm. he wants, and I can see definitely um, Hull and probably McCart going out on loan as well. So excited, and we are going to get some injuries. There's no there's no way Morrison oh, yeah. and Holland can stay fit all season. So. Mm. I think he's very experienced. I think he played 100-plus games for Stoke, um, 40 or 50 for Sunderland. Um, yeah, it'd be a good sign if we get him. I like him. He's big, tall as well. I think he's only 6'3", but he looks a lot taller. He looks he proper, commands the back. He's a bit old school, isn't he, in terms of he'll yeah. win everything. In yeah, there. exactly. Win everything. Yeah. Um, they make a change, make the will sign a player who used to be at Wednesday coming to us rather than us to Wednesday. It makes a change that, that way around. Yeah. yeah, it's usually players on the way down that uh, that go there, and the players on the way up that come to us, isn't it? So I mean, that's, I mean, that's how it should be, really, isn't it? You know. Um, but, so that's you know, why we signed Woody from Wednesday. Precisely, you know. Um, that's how it. That's how it works with A and B teams, isn't it? You know. Um, there's some data for any, pig, any piggy fans are listening. Farrowhead um, says we think we should send Danny to Spain to spy on them. If you want um, to pay for it, I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah. It's all page, Danny. Yeah, to yeah. Spain as a spy. Yeah. Um, uh, about what? the Spain one, though, sorry, I'm going to say I'm a bit disappointed in the club that fans can because I, I, yeah. I, knew, I knew a few, I mean, I couldn't go on some way anyway that weekend, but. I knew a few lads who were willing to jump on a cheap flight to Benidorm uh, to, to where we were and pop up and see a game, but they can only go to a couple of training sessions, I think, some open training sessions. Mm-hmm. I don't know why club hadn't disclosed where it's at and let some fans in. And you know, well, let's be right, when are we ever going to get to see Robin playing Europe? This could have been a yeah. chance. Let them go. Yeah. I agree. I, 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 was, I was speaking to somebody yesterday about it. I thought if there's a way for potentially the club to make a bit, a bit, a bit of income somehow from it. Yeah. Say host a friendly that which you can hire a stadium in Spain for probably <laughs> very cheap this time of year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sunderland, I know it's Sunderland a bit much bigger club, but they took over Portugal last year for one of their preseason fans. They got four or five thousand fans. Yeah, yeah. So it does feel like a missed opportunity from the club. I don't definitely I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Completely agree. Although we've seen how secretive everything is with signings and how little information is actually coming out of the club. So maybe that is part of that um umbrella. That they actually don't want people watching games to see how Taylor's employing his tactics just yet mm. and the mindset and stuff. They've opened it to training because it's a completely different kettle of fish to see people training to applying it into an actual game. So maybe that's why. And also, they still don't have an opponent for Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> um, is, that, is, is LG not on Tuesday? No, that's on Saturday. Ah. I think guys, they're looking for a game, aren't they? Because they, they were supposed <laughs> to play somebody and come, come, come play Barnsley. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, as John says, there's everybody in the championships off to Spain, so they'll probably get a behind closed doors game against 
another championship team. Yeah. All I'm saying is we announced we were going before Wednesday, so they got the idea from us. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's all we do, mate. That's, that's how it works. <laughs> Who's paying for that then? <laughs> for Wednesday going over there? Yeah, yeah they've got to pay I themselves. Think... I think it's everyone who's bought tickets in the South Stand. Have you seen them prices? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you've not had a look at the Windsor prices, go and have a look because it gives you an idea of what we'll be, we'll be expected to pay. Um, that it's just it, it, we likely to be charged around just under fifty pounds for an away ticket at Sheffield Wednesday this season. I won't um, be. So I won't I be. I'll be no, going to work. Never mind that. No, <laughs> Well, that, that's more expensive than if you buy a ticket. Well, if you on a match day car, it's more expensive. If you buy it over season, that's more expensive than sitting down, pre match entertainment, three course meal, bar, uh, our ground. Our, our, what, what are they playing at? I don't know. So, uh, yeah, I, I like, I like, or I don't like. I think it's a joke. I, the fans trying to defend Chancery <laughs> on this. There's, you can't defend it. Just accept it's it's terrible. Yeah, and move on. It's, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. And it's not even like it's you know if if, if you were playing Spurs and it's it's fifty quid ticket you know what I sort of get it it's this fancy new stadium it's it's amazing they're a big club in, in, a, in a good league I get that this is Hillsborough we're talking about you know what I mean this is not a state of the art it's not a pleasant place to watch football um, no. it gives you an indication as to as to the the financial trouble that they're in. Um, and, and for me, as a way to support, I mean, we, it, it remains to be seen, doesn't it? Whether then whether whether it happens at Swillsborough and, and Elland Road and everywhere else, where it's fifty quid a ticket or whatever. But for me, away supporters should start to, to start to uh, vote with their feet and and yeah. just simply not go. Mm. Um, nothing, it, you know, if they're going to charge us fifty quid or what, even forty quid, to be honest with you, and it was forty-one quid two or three seasons ago, if they're mm. going to charge us that. Nothing would please me more. To see Leppins Lane and completely empty, yeah. absolutely, it would be fantastic. It would not great for the players, for our players, um, mm. clearly. But but you know, it, it, supporters need to start voting with their feet, um, and 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 show mm. clowns like this bloke that you know we're just not going to accept it, and you're just not going to get any money. Mm. I do I do think as well that um, clubs should start um, their own sort of reaction to it as well where's the comment uh yeah, from shelly iofc yeah we should return it as well like, i know rotherham's prices are quite reasonable. reasonable you know it's what is it about 26 27 ish on a match day it'll probably have gone, gone slightly this season i would have thought he announced it but i, I think mm. it'll go up slightly yeah well, so he's under 30 under 30 yeah. quid yeah. by like a few quid anyway um but that also goes for the away fans. The away the away mm. fans in the South Stand pay the same on a match day that the fans in the North Stand pay. I think that's how it works anyway. But we we see teams, you know, like Sheffield United last season, all right, 30, 33 quid, not quite as extortionate as what Wednesday mm. are charging. But, you know, it's still a bit, oh, that's a bit high, you know. Mm. So it should be whatever you're charging us as away fans will charge you as away fans because number one it brings in a bit more income but also number two it's reaction based to how inflated it all is like Wednesday's prices in the south stand are more than tickets to watch a Premier League game yeah. now can you imagine Luton charging 56 quid to watch a match like I think the best some of the best seats at the Emirates are about 56 quid mm. so it's a bit like either they try and bring in a, a cap or 
we start charging them the same, and I completely agree with Shelley. Charge them the same. Yeah, I think um, to add into it, I think he's, he's trying to be a bit clever. He's trying, he's trying to force fans into buying. I don't think he cares about away fans. I think he's trying to force mm. home fans into buying season tickets by saying, mm. if you don't buy this, if you don't sign up to this 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 t- season ticket, then you are going to pay through roof. And I mean, mm. uh, how how they're going to even categorize? So category A, which is I think they're the fifty nine pound seats. What I'm guessing Leeds, Southampton, Leicester, Rotherham. Um, mm-hmm. It's just it's bonkers. Imagine Southampton. They've already got a big enough travel up to Sheffield for a game. And then they want to pay a charge in 59 quid to sit and watch it. Yeah. Nah. It's mad. Um, yeah. I, I hope we don't charge them the same because I don't think it's I don't think it's right. Let's just let's do things our way. You know what I mean? I don't I don't I, I'm not a massive fan of the charge them. Um, if they want to be or, them, let them be them. Or we charge Chef Wednesday hospitality prices through roof instead, yeah. so then they go and complain <laughs> to the chairman. Yeah, yeah, all right, I can get on board with that. I'll charge Chancery to come in. Yeah, uh, even, even though he's never here, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Let's move on from that from that shower. Um, Mick IOC says you think Coyote is gone. He, he doesn't think Taylor will keep him. Matt Taylor's been sort of positive. He sort of said he'll give him a chance. Um, Thoughts on JD? He had a horrendous season last year because of injuries more than anything else, to be honest. Uh, what are your thoughts on Coyote? It's difficult, isn't it? Because we've not really seen anything of him. Um, mm. Because of his injury last year, we didn't get to see anything anything of him at McDonald's. Um, he's certainly got something, you know, and he's a big lad and he's, he's, he's my understanding, he's nice, put a little bit of timber on as well and he's he's got some, got some sort of, um, some presence to him. So, you know, he, he, he's, he's certainly got potential... Now, whether whether Matt Taylor sees that in him or not, I don't know. Um, if he could, if he could sort of achieve that potential, he'd be a very, very useful mm. asset to us. Um, but it, it remains to be seen, I guess, what he does pre-season um, and whether he whether he stays, whether he get whether he gets sold or whether he goes back out on loan. It's I, I genuinely don't know um, because we've seen so little of him. What yeah. we have seen of him suggests to me that he could probably cut it. However, you just don't know, do you? And, and how susceptible is he to further injury? True. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. And then I've got a question from Craig the Miller on Twitter, Danny. I think I know your answer to this, but he asks, does Eve deserve a chance this year? Or is he gone? Are you, or is he as, as good as gone in terms of what we want from him? I mean, with, with all the will in the world, I want him to do well because I never want anybody to fail. Like That completely goes against any sort of decent human being psychology that you've got. But it just doesn't look good for him. You know, because we've seen very, very little Eve's content on social media. Zero. Yeah, we've, we've, we've not really seen him at all. I don't, I don't think he was at the Parkgate game either. Um, I've not seen him in any of the, of the Spain stuff so far. Um, so it, it just doesn't look good for him. It's like has he has he travelled? Has he been left at home? I know they've mentioned a, a few players being left at home, like Ferguson, mm-hmm. to finish up his rehab and stuff. Um, but it's like it, it almost feels like Eves is in limbo, which is a shame, really, because he did come in with very high aspirations for himself, didn't achieve it, and now it's um, a time where the manager's changed. I don't think he'll be in the new manager's plans with. Um, with how we've been playing, but it's just a bit, just a shame, in it really. Yeah. It, it will probably go out on loan somewhere because he's still contracted for two years. 
I think it is. So I think it'll be a loan and then maybe a move on. But I just hope he settles somewhere. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Whether I, it's I, here I or elsewhere. I, th- I think it would take a horrendous injury crisis for him to get anywhere near the squad. Um, Kevy, sort of same boat on that. It is a shame because he seems like a great guy, but yeah, you, you've got to be uh, cutthroat about it, really. Yeah, he's he's not really really had a chance either, was he? To be fair, um, he, you know, Paul Warren signed him, gave him a three year contract, so we've we've got over two years pay for his wages, and again, I have no idea. I'd, I'd guess he's on pushing towards five figures a month. Mm. Um, so whoever takes my loans, you know, it's still going to cost us money. So it's, yeah. it's, but but he's clearly not in Taylor's plans. He's never really had a fair chance. Um, I agree with you. Said he sounds like a, a great guy, even you know when he, he took a bit of stick, then he warmed up and. Mm. You know, fans, fans still chant his name, and it, weirdly, he excites me more than what Con Washington coming on. I think, <laughs> he, he's, yeah. um, when he came on, you, you thought this is it, this isn't. So, I don't know, give I don't know if he's gone to Spain or not, but if he has, I'd certainly give him a bit of time, give a bit of game time. Mm. But, um, and it, it might be the case of having having to keep him in squad and playing because we may, we may have no other options. Mm. Um, but mm. me, me personally, I like him. I, I, I'd like to see him have, have, have a crack at it because he brings something different. To, the, the one game last season, can't remember what it were, and he he, he, he were absolutely outstanding. He won everything. He uh, mm. he came on against Sheffield United and played absolutely unreal. Yeah, it, 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 it didn't score, but the way he put him sent about, yeah. just kept the ball there. Yeah, and he played right. really, really well. He did. Yeah. So I'd, I'd like to see him have a chance, but whether whether he'll get that or not, I, I don't know. No, I think I probably agree on that. Um, Russ Vernon mentioned that um, some players haven't gone to Spain and didn't play for because they had knocks, so weren't risked. That's true. I, th- I think Danny's point about not being in any of the videos of anything so far is mm. probably more telling than anything else. If he was at the training ground, we'd have seen him by now uh, mm. in something, one way or the other. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Pound was started up with a question earlier. Has, uh, hey, guys, Matt has Matt woke up from the cricket yesterday? Um, <laughs> so, very soon... <laughs> I got clipped on Sky Sports looking the most unhappiest man ever uh, at cricket yesterday. It, to defend myself, it had just started raining again. Um, but the reason I'm going to bring that up is because I wore the Matt Taylor shirt. I wore the Hawaiian shirt with Matt Taylor's face all over it. And, and I met a Rotherham fan who only recognised me as a Rotherham fan because he saw Matt Taylor's head on the back of my shirt. <laughs> I could chat with him. Um, and a Swindon Town fan walking down the steps to me, and what you got Matt Taylor on your shirt for? Uh, so I had a conversation with a random guy about having Matt Taylor on my shirt as well. Um, so yeah, that was fun. And England won today, which is the most important part of all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. um, anything else? We've covered everything, I think. Um, there's not much to talk about at the minute to get out 48 minutes out. This is quite good. Anything else that we need to cover from anything Miller's sort of related? No, um, I'd like to plug. Um, there's, there's, I'm doing a uh, spin the wheel raffle thing for some Richard Wood signed boots. Uh, I've got two pairs to do it. It's only five to go, or three, three goes for ten quid. I'm doing it at nine o'clock tomorrow night. It's been all right. I think we've got a couple hundred pounds so far, which is brilliant. Thanks for everyone who's had a go. Um, I'd like to get a bit more. So if anyone's watching and wants to have a go, get in touch on Twitter. Cool. And Danny, do you want to give it a let everybody know that you should? It's the week of your charity game this week, isn't it? Yes, it is. <clears throat> we um, did our final training session yesterday on Saturday. Uh, I'd like to apologise to the lad that I absolutely mugged off with a bit of skill. I felt awful <laughs> after after thinking about it and getting my breath back. You know, that quick full limb, back heel, through legs, off we go. Um, but yeah, the charity match is on Saturday the 15th of July over at Flash Lane. Um, kickoff is at one o'clock. 
Uh, but we'll be there, bright and shiny, uh, setting up. <clears throat> um, we'll have everything from from raffles to buns and stuff, little uh, drink and, and tuck shop and stuff. Uh, Grace Kelly is coming to sell some of her art as well. Uh, all money raised is going to the Rotherham Hospice, and however many times I score, it will be £5 to the hospice for myself <laughs> as well, because I wrongfully had a goal ruled out for offside last time, and I'm still not over it. <laughs> um, but yeah, this year we've got the full referee and two linesmen, so hopefully... It's um, <clears throat> yeah, have you got, have you got Mick to the ref this year? Because I, I, I've heard he's quite you know, he's into refing and that. Uh, Mick can be fourth official if you like. <laughs> he's, in, he's into refing and jeffing, I've heard, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we're coming down <laughs> shame, but yeah, come down to Flash Lane, kick off at one o'clock. Um, and I also want to say thank you again to to Wayne over at Kimvo Sports for sorting out the kits. I believe they are being printed as we speak on the podcast on the Sunday. Um, and they've got Rotham Hospice on the front of them, just like the club's got on their kits as well. So that's fantastic. Thank you very much, Wayne. Uh, so, yeah, get your sons down and come and watch uh, 30 people attempt to play football. There's a raffle as well, and they've got some good raffle prizes as well, haven't you? Yeah, we've got some decent ones this year. We've got a signed shirt. Um, from a few of the Rotherham squad that the Community Sports Trust has very kindly given us. We've got a signed ball from John Brecken. Um, I believe he's also bringing a boxing glove signed from the England gym as well. Um, and we also have the pair of gloves that Victor wore against Parkgate is part of the raffle as well. And we've also got a few uh, auctions going on. Um, the Facebook page as well. We've got a, uh, a signed Ollie Rathbone shirt. Uh, we've got the um, Ben Wales's cricket shirt signed from the game against Wickersley, and we've also got the seventeen eighteen playoff winning season squad signed shirt going as well. Um, and they are closing shortly, so pop over on the Facebook page. Uh, a few of us have shared it about, um, and some of the bids are actually really, really well. So thank you for everyone who's donated and auctioned and bid on stuff like that. Saturday, get down um, and purchase loads of raffle tickets. You'll find somebody trying to sell them to you. I, I assure you. Um, make anything else you want to talk about? Is there anything you want to plug, or are you just should we crack on? No, mate, I'm uh, I'm, I'm I'm done now. That's me done. Oh, we have got one final, final thing to mention. Uh, Carl Briggs saying you should be sticking to modelling. Now, if, if anybody's not seen this, Mick and Danny. Became models for the day to help promote um, Park Gates New Awake, which again was supported by Kimbo. Mick, how did you feel uh, sort of strutting your stuff in the uh, Park Gates New Awake? I feel sorry for Park Gates, to be honest, that they needed that gold bloke to, to, to model the kit. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know that they're obviously not massively up the, the football pyramid, but they've got a lot fitter players than, uh, than that fat bloke who were modeling kit. I'll tell you that right now. And that's not you, Danny. <laughs> Is there any pictures of this? Because I've not seen these. I've not seen Alison. Please don't need to see him. Danny, you looked more comfortable than Mick did, to be fair. Yeah, I enjoyed it weirdly. Um, I'm actually surprised at how comfortable I was doing it. I'm definitely my father's <laughs> son when it comes to stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I, I loved it. It was great. And I have a claim to fame that I wore number nine shirt before. Parkgate's number nine. So that shit yes. has come up against uh, Sean Morrison in a game of football. <laughs> <laughs> and I want yeah. it at the end of the season, by the way. If we can sort that out, I'll be well happy. But I don't think that'll happen, will it? 
or getting the shirt. Yeah. I think they'll need them for next season. No, <laughs> so shame. Oh, well. Um, so, yeah. Uh, thank you to you two for doing that. Because I won't do it. No anymore. worries. Uh, <laughs> uh, right. Let's end it there because that's 54 minutes done. Uh, thank you, everybody, who has been with us. Please do subscribe on YouTube if you haven't done already. Uh, and we did a bit of very quick instant reaction if you want to go look at that from Friday. We sat in a dugout and talked about football for five minutes. So I can have a look at that if you haven't done already. We will probably be back next Sunday. News depending. If nothing happens, then we might not come back next Sunday. We'll wait and see um, what happens over the next week or so. But keep an eye on the socials for that. So we're on threads now. So if you are on there, follow us. Are you still in the scope? I think we are. Um, so get over there. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook as well. Um, yeah. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Kev, for being here tonight. I appreciate it, mate. No problem. Uh, Danny, thank you very much. This uh, just remember doing ten years time when you're like on doing catwalk in Paris and things like that. Just, just remember your rules, alright? Yeah, I will do. I'll be sad. If, if, if Paris is going to be a new name for nightclub in Rotherham, then I think that yeah. might be true. <laughs> <laughs> now what you want about? I'm going to get signed by AFC Richmond. What you want about? <laughs> And Rick, thank you very much. Uh, you can now go and enjoy your beer in the lovely... Is it Welsh sunshine or is it raining like it has been here? No, it's beautiful, mate. It's absolutely glorious. Wonderful. Well, go enjoy it. And uh, thank you, everybody. And we'll see you next time. And up the Millers. Up the Millers. Up the Millers. You're with it. What's got around the back? And Richie Wood has done it again! The magic man has come up with another trick! Well, there's a chance to seal it! It's done! It's Georgie Kelly! Rotherham United's pathway back to the championship is opening up! Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.